Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We're beginning tonight's shear in Simon Lamed Zayin. We are up to Sif Gimel, which is the second to last line on page Samachay, right before we turn on to page 130. The Mechaber says in Sif Gimel, Katan Hayodea Lushmur Tvilin Betahara, a child under Bar Mitzvah who knows how to guard his Tvilin. In purity, that he will not sleep in it, he will not pass gas in his tefillin. And the Ramah adds on, he will not take his tefillin into the bathroom. His father is required to buy him tefillin in order to train him in mitzvahs. And then the Ramah writes, there are those who say we're on the top line on 130. A big chiddush, a famous sheet of the Baal Itter, that there are those who say that this katan that we're referring to over here is specifically a katan that is 13 years old and one day. Not really a katan, not really a katan like we normally refer to it, but a, a young adult. And that is the minute and we shouldn't change from it. And now we'll see what the Mishavura tells us about all this. So the Mishavura begins on the very, very bottom of Samachay, Sefkatan Ches, a katan who is Yodeya, the Kodem Lachain, before he knows how to guard his tefillin b'tahara, not to sleep in it, not to be mefiach in it, not to go to the bathroom in it, the Kodem Lachain, ain't Rasha Ilhaniyah tefillin. Before that age, he's not allowed to put on tefillin. Velav Chinuchu, it wouldn't even be a mitzvah chinuch, it would be Aser. Lachancho, we're on page 130 now, Sefkatan Tes, so you should buy him tefillin if he's at the right age. Lachancho the mitzvahs hanochasan to train him in the mitzvah of putting on tefillin. Vechein lelando hadinim hanitzrachim lazeh, and also there is a mitzvah to teach him the halachos that are required for tefillin. And then we have the mishabura and sifkaton hey sifkaton yud going on that which the Ramos said that some say this katan is dafka if he's thirteen years old. The kodem lochein ein manicho lilbosh tefillin afibu emirze. According to the Balaitta, which the Lavush brings that, which the Ramah brings down over here, before the age of Bar Mitzvah, we don't allow a child to put on tefillin, even if he wants. Because he can't properly guard the tefillin with the proper purity. And therefore, according to the Ramah, he cannot wear tefillin before the Bar Mitzvah. Before he's Ben Yud Gimel Shanim. Even if he didn't bring Shtei Saros, as long as he's 13, that's when you buy him tefillin according to the Ramah. And then the Ramah said, That is the minute you shouldn't change it, that a boy does not put on tefillin until he is 13 years old. Says the Mishiru and Zavkot and Yudbeis, V'achshav nogu lohaniach shnayim oshlosha chadoshim kodem hazman. Zok the Mishtabura from the Magen Avram, that nowadays the Minog is to put on tefillin two or three months before the Bar Mitzvah. In No. 12, he brings from the Aruch HaShulchan on the top line, V'yeishan ohogim lahanichon chodesh kodem hazman, k'mavura Baruch HaShulchan. Some have the custom to put on tefillin a month before the Bar Mitzvah. And this is why... <coughs> Even though by other mitzvahs we see little kids doing them, little kids have a little nestro, little kids are sitting in the sukkah, they wear titsis, but tefillin, you know, some people put it on the day of their bar mitzvah, some people a month before, some people three months before, because they have to be guarded with the proper tahara. Va'ayim ve'ber alocha, which we will do momentarily. Cheresh ha'medaber ve'eno shomeya, a deaf person who can speak but can't hear. O shomeya ve'eno medaber, or he can hear and he can't speak, he only has one flaw. Chayiv lohaniyach tefillin, he is chayiv in tefillin. Aval ein shomeya ve'ein medaber, a deaf person who is a deaf mute. Ein mochin biyodom milahanicham imrotza, we do not protest against him from wearing them if he so wishes. I'd like to do two biralachas on this sif. The first is on the page, back one page on Samachay at the bottom, 
where we said a katan hayodei lishmor tefilov. Again, the mechaber was talking about a regular katan. So the Beralacha says, Nirit Pashat Ladasa Machaber. Very interesting Beralacha. It seems obvious that according to the Machaber, in Me'eza Tan Lokona Oviv Avuro Tfilin. If for some reason, right, the Machaber is of the opinion that a child should wear Tfilin when he's able to guard it properly. But if for some reason a father did not yet buy him Tfilin, Kigon Shalohoya Yachal Shamran Bitaharul Chiagavna. For example, the child was not able to guard them with a the proper Tahara, so the father delayed in buying him his Tfilin. Venasa, and he locked out. Venasa, beno ben yagimul shon of yomechad. All of a sudden, the boy becomes bar mitzvah, and the father has not yet bought him tefillin. Zok the biralocha shuv ein al haalviv mitzvah schinuch. The father no longer has a mitzvah schinuch. The issue, because now he's a man, v'chayev me'atzmo b'chol mitzvahs. He's chayev no mitzvahs himself. V'imish onihu, and if he's poor, kol yisrael chayovim mazeh. Then everyone has to help him fulfill his mitzvah and get him tefillin. So an interesting idea that Biralacha tells us that if a father delayed in getting his tefillin for his son, according to the Mechabra who says there is chinuch for a below bar mitzvah age, because he's not able to guard his tefillin properly, so his father delayed, now he becomes bar mitzvah. So theoretically the father doesn't buy his tefillin now, because now he's a bar mitzvah, he's chayv on his own, it's his own responsibility, it's not the father's responsibility. And if he's too poor, he can't afford it. It's no more the father's responsibility than anyone else in Klai Yisrael, so they'll have to collect in shul to buy him a pair of tefillin. That is the Biralacha. The next Biralacha, if you turn to page 130, the top Biralacha, caught my eye because he starts off talking about twins, Lachara, but then he discusses an interesting Shailah. There is what to analyze if a person has two sons. In Chayav Liknos Tfilin Avur Kol Echad, does the father have to buy Tfilin for each one? Oshe Yotze Bameshe Yechanech Mitzchila Levnoha Echad, or is it enough that he buys one pair? He's Mechanech Child A with that pair. The Achad Tfilosu Yitnei Levnoha Sheni, and after Davin gives it to the other son. He makes one son go to the seven o'clock minion, he makes the other son go to the eight o'clock minion. He buys one pair of Tfilin, he saves himself a lot of money. This question applies if you have one son as well. And he's able to borrow tefillin for his son. And he'll just share his tefillin with his son. Why should I buy my son a pair of tefillin? I'll let him use my tefillin while he's at the age of chinuch. Until he becomes an adult. There's what to investigate if you're yotze by using someone else's tefillin. The efsh... Why is he bothered by that? Because the Mechaber said, Lick no slow tefillin. He says, Abai him tefillin. The Efshir Madinokad Habraisa Oviv Kona lo tefillin. Because it could be that which the Braisa says, His father buys him tefillin. Hainu Davka Bizmanom. It could be that was in the olden days. Shoyu Menichin tefillin kol hayom. Because everyone wore tefillin all day, like we learned yesterday. Ve'ein Motsui Shiyashil Echad Lachavero tefillin. Mashenke Bizmanenu. So maybe the Braisa meant in the olden days when everyone wears tefillin all day, so you can't share your tefillin because then you won't be wearing it. So that's when the Braisa says, You buy him tefillin. But now days where we don't wear tefillin the whole day and I could share my tefillin with my son or I could have two sons share it. So maybe you don't have to buy him tefillin. That's the question of the Biralacha. Let's start the next simon, simon lamed ches, on page 130. Who is chayim in tefillin? Who is pater in tefillin? Sif Aleph the Machaber says, Chola me'ayim pater mitfillin. One who is sick in his, his stomach, he has stomach issues, he is pater from tefillin. Like we mentioned a little bit last night in the Mishabura, and says the Ramah, Afilu ain't lotar. Even if he's not in pain, he just has problems. Let's say he's being mefiach, he's not able to control his his bowels 100 percent. Even though he's not in pain, he's putter from the mitzvah tefillin. Aval sha'ar chole, but other sick people where it's not an issue with the stomach. If he's in pain because of the illness, the ain't daytum yushavas alav, and he can't settle his mind properly, he is putter. 
Because again, the tefillah needs to have a focus. But if he is able to focus, he's not in pain, then he would be chayiv in tefillah. Says the Mishavruah, Sivkatan Aleph, Chola Me'ayim, someone who has stomach issues, V'hu Adin Misha Shasa Mashkeha Meshalshel, or he drank a liquid that causes a person to have diarrhea. So either he has the issue himself, or he took a medicine to cause the issue. But either way, he's got major stomach issues right now. He is Potter, Sivkatan Beis, Mishum De Tzvilin Boi Gufnaki, because Tzvilin requires a clean body. Let's say a person was sick for a short kufa and he didn't put on tefillin because of his illness. And it lasted nabuch 30 days. He wasn't able to put on tefillin because of his stomach issues. When he puts them on again, he does not have to make a shachiyonu. If you look at note number one, he points out on the left column. The reason is from the Shalash Shuvah's Chavaz Yair. This is not a mitzvah like shofar that comes once a year. It's every day. It doesn't come from time to time. Therefore, therefore we do not make a brach of shechiyonu on this mitzvah. And therefore we hold that we do not make a brach on tzitzis and tzitzis. The only tzad that we would make a shachiyanu on tzitzis is on the garment, not on the mitzvah. That's what we discussed earlier. But on the mitzvah of tzitzis, there's never a bracha of shachiyanu. Well, not never, but there's a berlach earlier that discusses it. But for practical purposes, unless you made your own tzitzis, but if you're just buying a pair of tzitzis and putting it on, there would not be a shachiyanu. The Mishabura continues vaiter and sevkatan dalad on that which Ramah said he's potter with stomach issues even if he has no tsar. Even if he's going out to the market, he's going to work, he's functioning normally, he's still potter from tefillin because he has a stomach issue. In this case, where he has the cholom he can't even be stringent on himself. Only during Kriyashma and Tefillah he can be machmir. Im yodea shiyuchol lahaminas asma begufnaki. If he knows he can control himself and his stomach for the zman of Kriyashma and Tefillah, then he can put it on. Ukumosh shekasa lekamam misabez, like we'll see shortly in Sabez. But other kinds of cholum we said in the Ramah, only if they're mitzta'er and their das is not miyusheva salah, then they are potter. Our concern is that maybe because of his pain, his, he will be distracted from the mitzvah of tefillin. But in this case, a person who has a headache or whatever other medical condition he has, if he wants to be machmer, he certainly can. Right? It's not like a problem of a stomach issue where there could be isurim involved here. He just has a, he's pain, so if he can overcome it, so certainly he could do the mitzvah. Misha libo arum, one whose heart is naked, means he's not wearing a shirt. He's only wearing pants. On the top, he's not wearing anything. Not included in this is if your, your neck is open a little bit. It means he's not wearing a shirt. He's wearing pants, no shirt. He should not put on film like that. Even though you are allowed to make a bracha, if you have no shirt on, since the erva is covered because you're wearing pants, it's inappropriate that a person's heart should be revealed he should put on tefillin and therefore even though you are allowed to make a bracha without your shirt on you should not put tefillin on without any kind of shirt covering your upper part of your body halacha bez now this is talking about davening one who knows that he can't daven without hafacha without passing gas 
Mutav sheyavur zman hatfila. It's better to let zman tefila pass. Mimashi yispala below guf naki than to daven without a clean body. Not talking about tefila. Tefila. If you can't daven without being mefiach, it's better not to daven. And this man tefila. V'ayin lekamon simen pei. Vim yeira'e lo sheyucha lahamid asmo beguf naki b'shas kriyashma. But if a person sees he's able to keep a clean body for the short time of Kriyashma, Yoniah Tfilin bein Ahava the Kriyashma v'yevarich. Then he should put his Tfilin on after Ava Rabba, before Kriyashma, make a bracha and keep his Tfilin on just for Kriyashma. Let's see the Mishaburas if cut and vav. Misha Barila, one who is vadai that he can't keep a, a guf naki, shouldn't daven. La puke im eno yodea beberer. This is coming to exclude someone who's not 100% sure. If he's not sure, he thinks maybe he can, he's not 100% sure. But vadai ain levatal afilu tfilu betsibu mishumzeh. Person who thinks he could, he's just not 100% sure, he certainly should daven. He should not even miss out on tfilu betsibu because of the doubt. This is only someone who's vadai. Again, Sifkaton Zayin. So he's buried that he's not able to daven without a facha. Dafka Tfila. This is Dafka referring to Shmona Esrei. Mishum dehu ka'omei lifnei ha-melech. Because davening Shmona Esrei is like standing in front of the king and standing in front of Hashem. Ugenayhu lamo lehispalel al-dashi yifsog be'emsa ha-chiyuch la-hareach. It's a busha. It's a disgrace to stand and daven knowing for a fact that you're going to have to stop in the middle to wait till the smell passes. But Kriyashma and Brachos, and it's, and it's Brachos, are Mutter, even without Tefillin, that's going to be Mutter. So you can't put on Tefillin because you might be Mefiach, but you can say Kriyashma and Tefillin. It's only a Bizayim when it comes to Tefillin. And in note 3 explains why. It's only a G'nai if you're being Mefiach at the time when you're standing in prayer in front of the king. During Kriyashma it's Mutter. Kriyashma is not considered standing in front of the king in Tefillah. You just be Mekayim, the Rasen Hashem. You're not standing in front of Hashem. In, 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 in tefillah, and therefore, this din only applies to tefillah. And again, this din is only if you know before you start davening that you're not going to be able to daven without being mefiach, you shouldn't daven. But there are halachas, if a person is in the middle of davening and it happens, what he should do, that we'll, that we'll get to later. Let's read one more note over here, note number two, an interesting note. Mi choli tadir. One who has an illness that he passes gas very often. And if he's not going to daven because he's concerned he's going to be made during davening, he's never going to daven. He has a stomach problem. He's never going to daven if he's not going to daven because of the concern that he might be mefiach. So we're going to see later on in the Mishabura, that kind of person is mutter to daven. We're talking about a person here who has a temporary illness, not a person who has a permanent illness. Why should he daven even though he has this permanent illness? This is the Rabbana about being mefiach during davening. It's just a bad smell that has no real essence to it. That's not going to push off Kriyashma, which is a mitzvah daraisa. O rabim, or davening, which even if it's not daraisa, it's certainly a mitzvah darabim, it won't push it off, and therefore you should daven even if you have this illness. But during the time when he's being mefiach, Kosov Shama Prichadosh, the Prichadosh says there, Sheyavsik mitfiloso at Sheyichlahareach, he should pause in his davening until the smell goes away. 
Again, the same idea by Tfilin. The Prima Godin has a suffix that it's possible also that Tfilin also, you don't want to be Mavato, you miss the Raisa Tfilin because of this, and possibly you should put Tfilin on as well. Let's go weiter in the Mishabura. Yeah, it seems like this is only going to be a forever thing. It's clear that Nimsa Shiyifter Mitfilin Laulam, you'll never daven. What do you mean? If you're never, if you're never in your life... Okay, so you're asking good. You're saying, we're saying over here that if it's, if it's a forever thing, you'll never say Kriyashma. So say Kriyashma even though you'll be Mephiyah because they're not going to override the rest. So why, why if it's one day is it any different? Why if it's one day is the Mechaber saying if one day you're, you're not feeling well with your stomach, you have a stomach issue and you can't possibly daven without being Mephiyah so then you'll be Mavatal in the midst of the Rabbim over it's Kriyashma in the midst of the Raisa. I don't know. It's a good question. I guess the long-term effect is is, is much worse, but it's a, it's a good it's a good hara. Sifkotan ches b'shas kriyashma. This is going on that which the mechaber said at the end of sevbeis that if you see that you can keep a gufnaki during kriyashma, put the tefillin on after averabba for kriyashma and make the bracha. So he just says, "I'm come on b'sim and pei b'mishdebura kishom yivora kol beis Hashem." We'll discuss this in great detail later on in Hachos Kriyashma. V'yivarich, and you should make the bracha. V'yikrub and shma. V'yachakach yechaltzim. You should put it on with the bracha after Avraba. Say Kriyashma, and afterwards you should take it off. V'im yodeya she'ein yochol latzor atzmo milafiach elu bechdeish yuchol lachlot hashal rosh. Let's say you only know that you can control your your hafacha only as much time as it takes to take off your shalrosh, but not your not your shalyad. So the hafacha is going to come out when your shalyad is still on. Still says in the mishabura, it is mutter to put on both, even though you'll only get off the shalrosh in time for the hafacha, and the shalyad will still be on. The prima Godin does take issue with this. Let's look now at an interesting note. Note number four. He writes, Again, a person who is very difficult for him to hold back from being mefiach. He knows a very exact case over here. It's very hard for him not to be mefiach. Therefore, he can't die without being mefiach, but the hafacha will be a small hafacha that doesn't cause a bad smell that will cause Isurim for other people here in davening. So it's hafacha, but it's not, he knows it's not going to cause a bad smell. And it's very embarrassing to be him spending in shul without davening because of this. So that because of Kavad Abrios, it is mutter for him to put on tefillin. And he should move them from their place. At the time of the Hafacha, he should move the tefillin from the place. And he shouldn't tighten them, so he's able to move them. He should just make sure that during Kriyashma and Tefillah, it's tightened on properly, but for the other times, he's able to move it away, so it wouldn't be an issue, because Kavad Abrios would uh, override over there. And note number five, he just points out, We'll see later on in the Mishabura as well, that in terms of wearing tefillin, and you have to be mefiach, that moving it from its place 
is uh, is like you took it off. Just like we said yesterday from the Primagadim, that one who wears his fillet in the wrong place is ki'ilu, they're in the bag. So in terms of hafacha, it's the same thing. We'll see later on the Mishaburu will say, if a person has to be a fiach, if he moves his fillet around from, to a different place, that also will be as if he's not wearing his fillet and will not be a problem of being a fiach with the fillet on. Do you know if we um, that's a good question. I saw that discussed here. Let me see where, where I saw that. Um, yeah, if you look at note 7, note 7 is going on that which the, that which the Mugan Avram just said, that even if you can't get the Shalyad off, it's okay, because you know you get the Shalyad off. Note 7, which is in the back of the Sefer on page 8, he writes, You know you're going to be with the Shalyad on. So the reason is about Shashakal writes, Sheikr Hakpeda, he bitzvil and Shalrosh, Mishum Sheesh Ben Shin. We're more makbid on the Shalrosh as has a Shin. Mashenkim Bedalus Vayud Shabbatsuos. We're not as makbid as the letters that are on the Ritsuos of the Shalyad, the Shalrosh. Sheinon El Shavas Kaosios. They're not as much considered letters. Od Kosav Shom Shesatsvil and Shalyad Yochel Lachasos Bishas Shemifiach. So it sounds like from here, that moving, that covering the shayad is good enough as if you were moving it. Um, note number six also writes, which starts number four. If you can't control the afacha to put on both, so you can put on one at a time. Do it piecemeal and do it that way. Okay, let's get one more halacha in. We are up to halacha gimel. Noshin va'avodim peturun mitfilin mipnei shul mitzvah aseish as mangrama. Women and slaves are potter from the mitzvah of tefillin because it is a mitzvah aseish as mangrama. It is a positive mitzvah that is bound by time. The imha noshim rotsim lahachmir al atzman. Zotter Ramah, if women want to be stringent on themselves, mochin biyodam, we protest against them. We do not let them wear tefillin. Says the Nishabura in Sifkaton Yud, noshim. Our potter, the tumtum vandroganus. Now, tumtum vandroganus, a tumtum is one who, we're not sure if it's a male or a female, his simonum are covered. And androganus is one who has the, the simonum of a male and a female. Those two which are in the gather of a suffix, they are chayoven the tvilin mi suffix echa mitzvah. So, chayoven tvilin and suffix, they might be a man, they might have a din of a man, and therefore they're chayoven the mitzvah. Shazman grama, zakhtam is shabura vaitis of katan yud aleph. The reason why women in Avodah Potter is because it is a mitzvah shesh and grama, the hashabis the yom tov lazman tefillin. Why is it bound by time? We said the ikra Allah has to wear it all day, but lemaisa, we don't wear it on Shabbos and Yantif. Hanoshim, now nighttime, we had a discussion earlier, I in the beginning of uh, Hilchas Tefillin. Hanoshim, ayim beprimagodim shuadin leinyan Avodim. So we said in the Ramah that if women want to be machmir on themselves and put on tefillin, we protest against them. Says the primagodim, the same thing applies to Avodim. The Tosa Shabbos is the opposite. That Avodim, it's not the same as women. The Avodim, you don't have to protest against them. Why? Like we've been saying till now, Tefillin requires a clean body. Says women are not zaris to be careful about a gufnaki, and therefore women should not be putting on Tefillin even if they want to. Now, in the back, there's an interesting uh, note, note number nine, that discusses over here the Avadim. We said in the Prebukadim holds that Huadin Avadim should be encouraged not to wear Tefillin. And Ubatam Adavar Shemochin Ba'avadim Harotzim Laniyat Tefillin. We see a few reasons brought down here by the Achronim why Avadim should not wear Tefillin. 
Because one reason is the Prima Gadam says that they're also not careful about a clean body. They're on a lower level than women. Because a woman is at least believed as an eight echel when it comes to Yisurim. You're allowed to eat food that a woman cooked. You're allowed to believe it that it's not treif. And a stab of it is not nemon. So that's one reason that we don't believe them to have a gufnaki. That's one reason. That's the prima gadam. V'tan nosaf. Another reason is shem yaniach tefillin. If a slave, which is really a non-Jewish slave, who when he becomes a slave is now chayiv and misses like a woman, so he's in a quasi status. When he gets free totally, he becomes a full yid. So he's in between being a goy and being a Jew. He's an evet kenani. So yesh chash yitu bo v'yomushu yisrael gomor. We're concerned if he wears tefillin. I guess that's the classic sign of a yid. We're going to be, we're concerned that people are going to mistakenly think that he's a full Jew. Tam nosav kosav aran. Another reason the brings down in Sukkah is the shitas asovrim shenoshim edom somchos ala korban. Those shitas that hold that women can't lean on the korban, which is what you do on a korban before you give it over to the kohen, you lean on it. Shezeh before you shecht it. Shezeh zilzul bekedushas hatfilin imenicha mish eno chayibahem. This is a zilzul in the holiness of the tefillin. If one who puts it on is not chayiv with them. And therefore, just like women should not be putting on tefillin, so too avodim also should not be putting on tefillin. Now, there's one more thing here. Let's read note number eight about the Tuntum van Droganis. We said they are chayiv in tefillin because it's a suffix like all the mitzvahs. Note number eight writes, Ulu'inyan tuntum van Droganis mitzvah tzitzis, Kosov al Shulchan Aruch. El Shulchan Aruch told us earlier about a tumtum and androgynous like the mitzvah tzitzis shelo yivarchu aleh. They shouldn't make a bracha on the tzitzis. Ubiyar b'mishdevur Rishon. The mishdevur there explained why they shouldn't make a bracha. Shatam hu kevan shesafek brachos drabanan lahakel. Now we always go with safek drabanan lahakel, and therefore the bracha is only drabanan. The mitzvahs that rise, so they should do the mitzvah. The bracha is drabanan. They shouldn't make the bracha. V'haramosham kosov shulafi aminok shenoshim avarachos al mitzvahs leshes mangrama lafi our custom that women in general the Ashkenazic custom that women in general do make brachos on mitzvahs leshes mangrama kam tuntum vajogenes yivarach al tzitzis then they also could make a bracha on tzitzis because even if they're potter they're allowed to wear to make a bracha so therefore they could make a bracha ulevarach al tefillin kosov animuke arachayim shelo yivarachu mishum safek brachos lahakel. But here the Nemuke Arachayim says that when it comes to tefillin, they should not make a bracha on the tefillin because of Safi brachas l'hakel. I don't know why it would be any different over here. L'chor the Ramah would agree over here also that just like a woman could optionally do a mitzvah seishas grama and make a bracha, so here also a tuntun ajogunus who really is supposed to do the mitzvah, L'chor he would agree over here also that he could make a bracha. The last point he just brings down was the logavi tefillin shekosvon tuntun ajogunus kosvon lekaman shat tefillin psulos kevin shem bechlal safik isha. But if a tuntun ajogunus actually wrote the tefillin, that will be possible because of the tzad they possibly are considered an isha, and an isha is not allowed to. Right, Tulin, as we will see shortly. We'll stop here and we'll continue with Hashem tomorrow. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203 312 Shas. That's 203 312 7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.